about this week's special guest but can you see that's my not excited expression do you know why because it's not a special guest it's just a it's guest dick it's dick hello everyone dick, and brother um the various things i want to talk to you about various important things um first of all how impressed are you that i'm pretty much almost on time the time we said well, to be fair to you, I didn't even see the message where you said, do you fancy doing a podcast tomorrow? And you sent me that yesterday and I didn't respond and you phoned me at work and I said, yeah, why not? Got no plans. So you had forewarned me by at least a day and yeah. you had it up and running ready for three o'clock, which is so totally unlike you. I know it's it's almost. Meanwhile, it, I'm becoming it's, it's a little of... bit shitter by the day. I'm forgetting things and and like today, see that bump on my head. Oh, ouch! There? Ouch! Uh, I forgot. I was doing backstroke in the pool and I forgot to stop when I came to the end, which oh. obviously is uh, embarrassing. Have you... And uh... our pool, which is really really small. When I say our pool, I don't mean our personal pool, I mean the one in our, our gym place. No, the pool that um, you go it's, to. It's a, it's a crappy health spa pool rather than a real pool. Um, it's got a mirror on the ceiling so that right. when you're doing backstroke, you know how far... Have you got that in your pool? No, no, just the struts of the ceiling, even though it's a modern pool. It's a municipal one, but... Uh, You've got you've got flags to warn you when there's sort of like 10 metres left. And I passed under the flags and something in my mind told me that it was the halfway mark and until it went clunk and my head hit the end. Um, but I didn't realise I'd done damage until uh, later on at work. And of course, not having any hair, you've got no buffer zone at all. But uh, no. yeah, so I'm Bear in mind how while you're improving. Th th they have been, I'm, sh I'm sure they've been... But chem training us and other other stuff massively so i i just find that um my health my, my state of health and my sort of my feeling of well-being varies dramatically from day to day for no obvious reason you know i might wake up feeling absolutely shit despite you know the fact that i've just gone to bed early as usual and read a bit of bible and a bit of anna karenina and a bit of the psalms which is what i do um, you know, so so it's not like I've been deserving feeling, waking up feeling ill. I just think it's they're they're sort of approaching their end game where they just think, right, let's just see how much poison they can get in 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 their system without without. Well, you know, some of it we we about. we now know where it's coming from. So I, I you know, I had a tooth out the other day, yeah. and um, halfway through the trying to extract it the dentist announced that he was going to have to try and section it um, which is a polite way of saying he's going to have to cut it in half while it's still in my mouth and it's uh, a, not it's not that your tooth is mentally ill had... no that, that, that was the other interpretation that might have been more pleasant but uh, cutting it in half while still in oh. there and it, it's one of these teeth Ew. that had an amalgam filling in it and it wasn't oh, no. until he'd got it out, yeah, it, until it, I, he showed it me in its two halves, and he'd gone right the way through an amalgam. And um, I said, was there any other way around sawing through an amalgam filling? 
Uh, and he said, oh, you know, we've got very good suction going on and, um, you know, up, all upgraded since COVID, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think he was a little bit surprised that I knew about the health implications of, uh, uh, of vaporizing um, the, that sort of thing in your mouth. But uh, uh, I've been looking out for the side effects of this ever since. Um, and uh, but he said, yeah, it was the only way I could do it. It was the least worst option which is the way he put it, but not much of an apology. Yeah, but right. Still. So, so, be, so be, how long ago was that? What things should I be looking at? For the, hmm? What's that? How, how many days ago was it? Um, ten days ago now. Funnily enough, um, my worst, when I had all my amalgams out, um, not using mm. holistic dentists, of course I should have done, but I, I just, I'm just, I was just like, right, I've had it. I want to get rid of them all. That's it. You know, go, go, out, go. out now. Yeah. Um, my peak awfulness was when I spoke rather annoyingly at Stroud. Um, one of my favourite speaking events. They were, they were so good and I loved them mm -hmm. very much. Um, but I, 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 I turned up and I was feeling really quite ropey. And that was 10 days after my thing. You, you may oh. get off scot-free, Dick. You just don't know. Yeah, well, it's sort of, uh, I, I look out for these things and um, I, I'm, uh, it, it could be the weather, it could be chemtrails, it could be anything. But uh, I, I'm fairly wired right now because I've just come back from, you know, you have a buy me a coffee thing. Yes. Yeah. When you ask your yeah. um, patrons and what have you to buy you a coffee. Well, you were just bought a coffee and I drank it. So I just thought I'd inform you about that, and it was my. Um, that's that's I really good. Four shots oh, by the way, I wanted to. Uh, yeah, I thought. So other housekeeping that. issues. It, it was from Pete um, and Gemma at the Commandery Cafe, by the way, which which does the best cakes in Worcester. So get yourself down to the Commandery Cafe uh, and uh, say hello to Pete and Gemma, who are lovely people and on side as well. So. Uh, Big up to them. Woo, woo, woo. I think we always like tips I've done. That's of my, places to go advice. where you can be with awake people. It's so nice. The, just the vibe is... We, well, we can talk more about this, about Abigail's party uh, in a moment. But mm. uh, where, of course, everyone was shining that, that radiant, pure light you get from people who've gone... <laughs> who are simultaneously down the rabbit hole and have got God and probably have had a few spliffs as well, but... but <laughs> Um, uh, I think you can. I think you can tell. We'll come back to Highly that. Highly likely. Do you know why I'm wearing this shirt today? You know what? I can't see you at the moment because um, the internet you normally accuse your interviewees of having a shit is, um, is playing up on your side. So I'm currently looking at a, a sign saying, recording continues smoothly. Live video will return when their internet is... Oh, done. fuck, so, you know um, what? At the moment... I'm doing... I'm, I'm, I'm on shit... I'm, I'm on shitternet. I'm going to... I'm going to change... Well, I'm glad to, it's oh. you this time. It's really, Hey, it wouldn't really be a Delling pod unless there were tech issues, would it? Oh, it's so annoying. You'd be trigonometry otherwise. I don't know what to do now. Have you just changed it? No. Hmm? I'm about to. Right. Does that happen seamlessly? What or do, do, do we have to stop? Or
<laughs> this is the point at which I'm losing my shit when you're doing it with other people, and I'm thinking, why did you do this? And I know you hate it when your your viewers are uh, getting angry at this, but uh, it, it do you know? My do you what, do you know what what? Okay, so let me explain what? briefly. This drives me absolutely. Look, I think we've discussed this before. All technology is designed to absolutely mess with our heads and you know, they deliberately yeah. do bad things to mess you up. It's not accidental. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We agree on that. Okay. Uh -huh. So I've got my shitternet, which is my basic BT um, coming through, um, you know, what, lead pipes. Um, Probably terracotta sort of dial up. Terracotta pipes, dial-up speed. Yeah. Um, and then... Is that the phrase dial-up speed? That was that's going way back to when, yeah, you and okay, I used to play so, Warcraft with each other. And then I've got the evil, evil Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. um, I've got his Starlink, and the Starlink has many, many megabytes per second. It's mm -hmm. it's amazing if you're in the right room, but you accept the price that you are part of his spy network and it's going to be, he's going to press the button one day and it's going to zap you. I mean, you mm -hmm. have to accept that, that the price you pay for doing a podcast. Anyway, is, the yeah. point is, I always use the Starlink thing. Mm -hmm. But some days, for no obvious bloody reason at all, it defaults to the BT internet thing. Right. And normally I would go, right, I'm going to get, when I notice this, because I, I, obviously the internet's slow, I, I then say, right, I'm going to go back onto Starlink. But then what my wife might say to me is, no, don't. I've been having internet trouble all day. I can't do my work and you can't go on. Don't change anything. And, and I forget. So I'm stuck on shitternet through the right. terracotta pipes. Well, this is this is where I get the benefit of being a suburban dweller. I get the, your super fast fibre broadband, what have you, including a son in the attic who's no doubt playing Final Fantasy XIV at top speed, and I'm still doing this. So, yeah, I mean, I do appreciate that I'm I'm lucky enough to to have that here. But uh, have you switched it now? Because I can see you quite clearly. Yeah, no, obviously I've, I've switched it, yeah. All right, I um, didn't know you could do the, that live. So I was asking you, can you see, do you know why I'm wearing this shirt? Um, because you are about to lead a jungle patrol in Nam. Yeah, that would be it, wouldn't it? I think it would be, actually wearing this shirt would be more like Malaya, wouldn't it? I would have thought. Well, This looks like something an army officer might have worn in Malaya in, in the 1950s. You could be, you could be um, French army in Vietnam. That would be good. Mm -hmm. That would be good. Well, I don't, and I bad don't, as It doesn't well. look like, like US to me. Um, no, no. French. The reason I'm wearing this shirt is because, because boy Dellingpole mm -hmm. is currently away and he's, he's banned me from wearing it because apparently my arms are too skinny. Um, and until I, apparently I... I work out in the gym more. I'm not allowed to wear it. So I'm, I'm right. sneaking and wearing. The only good thing he says about my arms is that they are very vascular. Well, uh, the... You can't see it, can you? <laughs> Neither yeah. of us are particularly muscular. Um, there are no, no but muscular, I'm vascular people which in is our family. Like, like Iggy Pop. Yeah. Um, good, good for um, smack addiction. 
the other thing, the final piece of housekeeping I wanted to talk about was yep. you may have noticed that I did not do an advert for our friends Hunter and Gather this time. Right. And this is because it turns out I'd done too many. I was meant yeah. to do it every other week. And I think I may have broken their bank. I, I, the advertise, so we, we, we put it on hold for a few episodes. Right. They, they still like me and, and, and I still like well, them. Uh, the, the, the feeling is mutual but, between all of us because I actually put in a, um, an order with them the other day and I bought some more ghee, some more mayo. I was supposed to buy their new um, ketchup, um, but I forgot. Um, but I, I, I paid for it and I used your discount the discount through, through this yeah so, so these um, things do work these things do work even if it's only between us but uh, you know uh, the, so many people are catching on to the seed oil thing uh, hunter and gather aside um, having chats with people um, people are waking up to the seed oil thing so that that's got to be a good thing totally totally um, uh, so I, what I wanted to say was um, while I've got a few gaps um, if anyone out there wants to fancy sponsoring a podcast um the my traffic's not bad actually i i got i've got 30 the the thing we we use to sell to advertisers we've got because you, you, you pay the people pay per um thousand listeners or viewers mm -hmm. and we've got thirty five thousand sort of regular rock solid guaranteed at the moment which i think is, wow. I think is pretty good pretty That's very good i it? mean is that across all viewable possibilities like youtube and um i think spotify so. and whatever yeah. else you're on i don't think i'm viewed very much on youtube these days because i think they've they've, they've effectively I, I would never seek me. to look for you there but um a lot of people who've said they're no longer on it seem to be available occasionally on there but um yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so if you want to reach the kind of people that watch this podcast and they're going to, I mean, face it, they're going to be more fanatical and you're probably going to get a higher uptake of your produce than, I mean, I am going to do one of, one of my, I'm just going to give them a free taster thing. One of my um, uh, listeners does this olive oil called Elianthi. And he sent me some, and it's really nice. So, but I, I think I'm going to I'm going to say to him, look, he's offered he's offered he's offered to sponsor a, a podcast, and I haven't just got my act together and said, look, yeah, let's do it. Um, so that's me talking myself out of money already. So I'm going to this is more of a memo to self um, uh, to say yes, please do sponsor a podcast because that's good. But anyone else out there who wants to um, advertise their wares, um, get in touch. Um, yeah, my email is jamesdellingpole at icloud.com. Have you thought of approaching um, right. Bud Light? I am very similar. Yeah, I, I, I like Bud Light a lot. Um, I like their values. Mm -hmm. They've got values that I can, I get can share. Get behind. Yeah. Yeah, get behind me, Bud, Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um, I was going to say what's been happening, but I, I'm sure that our main point of interest is is Abigail's party. Yeah, I'd, I'd never thought to call her Abigail and therefore turning her, her recent birthday bash in London to Abigail's party. But of course it was. I always call her Abigail. Um, yeah. it, 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 she's, she's an obvious Abigail to me. Abigail, Abigail Roberts, the, the comedian, popular comedienne um, and freedom fighter and... 
Now, I, I, want, I, don't, I don't even know what Abby is short for. Is, is Abby short for anything other than Abigail? I don't see how it can be, but it's one of those things, isn't it? I, I, I never thought to go for the full, uh, yeah. It's like Dick and Richard. I'm never Richard, except to, no. except to my wife. No, and also, if you were Richard, you, you would deny people endless, endless jokes, yeah, the, 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 endless the, dick jokes, basically. Abby the girls is a, love is a case in point. Abby loves her dick jokes, um, mm. and uh, this is partly why I'm, I'm used to introduce her shows when, when we do comedy things. Because, yes, exactly. yeah, the, the, the dick jokes abound. But, yeah, it was I mean, a I mean, party. Obviously, it was um, no one likes having to struggle their way down to London, but we... Me and Andy had an incredibly smooth journey down there. Our sister managed to make it all the way from South Wales. And uh, it all came together quite Yeah, nicely. but you know she got trapped on the way back. Well, she did leave very late, but... Uh, well, do you know why? No, why? Because she, she ended up so, well, hanging well, I out mean, with Charlotte and Wayne getting drunk. When you've, got, when you've been given a lift, you know, the upside is you've got a free lift. The downside yeah. is you are dependent on your lift. Be careful and so, who you get a lift with. Careful who, you, and, and it was with Baroness Baroness Charlotte Burnley, um, and 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 evil, evil Wayne. Sorry, we don't, we don't want to make this too in 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 joke, do we? Because people, not everyone knows who Charlotte and evil Wayne are. Um, Just both people. Apparently, sort of Charlotte went in to to help her, help Abby clear up, and Abby insisted that they had a, have a few <laughs> have a few kind of sharpness, a few bloody Marys. Yeah. And they didn't leave till seven o'clock to get back to Wales, which is a lot, yeah. which is late, late, late start. Well, we left at three and I hadn't planned on even leaving that late. But we, we my particular party, um, we, we, as you know, we did a little um, trip to the local Methodist church. And, uh, and? at 11 o'clock, we had a lovely service. It was, you know, there's only a dozen or so people even there. And I only knew one of the hymns, but it was a really nice service. And the the uh, the preacher, whatever they call them in Methodist churches, because it's not a vicar, but he's a, a Tongan. Um, They're called a, the a, Eclector, I think. <laughs> Does that sound plausible? Uh, no. The eclector. <laughs> the Eclector was wearing a shirt and tie and a Tongan skirt. Uh, and he's an ex-rugby player, and two of his sons, in fact, play rugby for England. And anyone who knows anything about rugby will be screaming their name at the screen right now. But uh, so he's up there. Jonah Lomu, they'll be saying. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but uh, um, it, it was very good, and it was sort of fire and brimstone, never strayed from gospel. It was no opinion bollocks. It was no climate change, Black Lives Matter, um, rainbow flag, none of that stuff. And um, we all came out feeling very uh, uplifted by it, not least because of um, Christine's friend, Kwaku, who is a Nigerian Catholic who plays um, the, the organ at this place, at this particular church. And he's absolutely brilliant and so after the service we were stood around him for a while while he was just playing along on the organ and we were chatting with him and he was taking it all in and he's a, a fellow warrior on the uh, on the awake front so all in all it was that whole sort of like god plus rebels plus good people uh plus good experiences good music it, it, it was one of those little things that 
we wouldn't have had had we not made the effort to get down to London for Abbey's party. So that's why it's important to do these things, because unless you're leaving your home and actually making the effort to put yourself out there, you're not going to get these things. Right. So I've got two questions. The, the, the Tongan uh, eclector, <laughs> did he, before his sermon, did he go... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please tell me he did. All right, I'll tell you he did, because it will make Good. you okay. happy. Good, yeah. for you. And my second question is, did Kwaku yeah. play... I bet he could. He's very he good. good at what he Would does. Would have been good. But uh, they had a. Is a, that a called Takata and Fugue or is that a different one? You've now just gone slightly beyond. I should know that sort of thing because that's one of the basics, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, okay, and I don't know what I think about the the Methodists. I mean, it's all, I suppose it's down to individual churches, isn't it? It is, very much, because I, I think, by and large, if you're going to see a rainbow flag at a church, it's going to be the Methodists. They're the ones that have taken on that um, most readily. But this particular church, I think it's all down to the, the particular uh, eclector. Eclector? Yeah, eclector. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's down I've... to them how their church is, and theirs isn't. And I think the blacker the church, the more uh, the um, congregation Founder. is black, the less likely they are to take on the bollocks. So if you want yeah. a good church experience, seek out a, a good black congregation and you'll, you'll be among friends. The vibe I get is that the black, black community are not dramatically into LGBT+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny, isn't it? Because the Church of England so wants more black vicars. And then the black vicars turn up and they're people like Calvin Robinson and they go, not like that, not that kind of black vicar. He's the wrong kind. We want the woke ones. And if you're going to get them, especially from Africa, they're not going to be woke. They're going to be conservative right. and they're going to be straight down the line gospel types. So, um, it, yeah, be careful what you wish for, Church of England. Yeah. Um, I've just remembered... What? Because so Abby's party, Abigail's party, started mm. at four o'clock. Technically, at about four o'clock. I was like, I looked at this and I thought, hang on a second. You expect me to get a leave pass from the wife to go to this party of you know the, the, of people she would naturally assume are my crazy crazy people, and so that would mean leaving home at about two o'clock you expect to get there there's got to be okay what, what's happening is there, is there a set by by alistair, uh, alistair williams and 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 the rest of the gang what 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 ends are being right uh, anyway i was very glad that i turned up at six because i realized that I'm, I'm a great believer in pacing myself as i get older particularly it's just just like can't can't hack it and what was the first thing i saw when i arrived uh, me with my head between my knees, having a whitey, I think. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dick, tell us the story, Dick. What has happened? Um, well, I don't know if I can, we're, 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 and staying sort of acceptable and legal, but uh, I'd had a couple of pints, and um, then I had the thing that makes you have whiteys, and uh, I just did. Yes, but you'd had, you'd, had, you'd, had, you'd had two varieties. You'd had one of them was... was Commonwealth Garden, well actually not Commonwealth Garden, quite specialist, but the other one was 
was from California, hadn't, hadn't, and you hadn't realised. You'd been offered it as a kind of taste test. Which do you yeah. prefer, Dick? Yeah. And you had walked straight into the trap. And I was, <laughs> I was so grateful. I was so grateful to you. You were my test... I did it so you didn't have to. My test dummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dummy so do you know what I did? the operative word here. What did you do? I walked into the bar thereafter, yeah. and I, I, I was trying not to, not to catch people's eyes, because, you know, like, when you arrive at a party, you don't want to have instant conversation. You want to have a drink. Mm. And a fag. Yeah, you want to settle. You want to, yeah. So I went to the bar, and I ordered a pint of water, and <laughs> a half, so lame. half of the weakest IPA that I, right. they had on their menu. Um, what, I, what I liked about the pub was even though it was a kind of Irish rebel pub, mm. or so it felt, you know, it had all those, that Irish writing on it and probably Schlanter or something. Schlanter, yeah. Athy, Clee, yeah. yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> uh, sort of place where we'd be strung up, you know. Under you, normal circumstances. You Protestant or, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were, they were, they were very friendly and, and, and well, no, it's, it's apparently it's been a rebel pub for quite a while and they, they hosted the first, um, London third Wednesday there and they're, they're quite, they're quite keen to have them back. So we're, um, we're, we're possibly going to look into doing a second London third Wednesday there, but I got chatting with the landlord and, uh, he's fantastic. And he had his, uh, some relatives over who knew Ledbury really well. So they were really pleased to, to talk Ledbury and we talked lurchers and, it was just generally a really lovely atmosphere, and it was so warm that we just spent the whole evening outside, didn't we? Can I say, I'm quite glad I missed the lurcher conversation. Why is that? Because, well, just because life is short, yeah. and I know you, I know you like, I, I, I appreciate the value of lurchers. They've got pointy snouts, and they, they run and rough and bite, and they're very and bite loving. you in an amusing way. Yeah. yeah, very loving, very intelligent, all, all the rest. No, they're, very not. Loyal they're not that intelligent. But I was, I was much more immersed in just, like, you arrive and you are surrounded by people who all think the same way as you. You don't have to, exp not that I do explain myself, I just pile straight in there anyway. Mm. But, but for once, you've got a, receptive, a totally receptive audience and you can talk about moon landings you can talk about like i had a good conversation with bob mm. about atlantis oh, right. and how atlantis fits into the kind of the, the the biblical understanding of the world we sort we sort of weren't sure but we figured because i think there probably was an atlantis um i mean plato mentions it plato either went there or had a relative that went there mm. and i was thinking probably Atlantis, as described by Bob, anyway, was was actually the Garden of Eden, in that it was great. They were mm. all happy. It was ruled by ten. Uh, this is so Bob told me. He's been doing his research. Ruled by ten kings, each island, all completely how you'd like a king to be. You know, mm. Not your not your shit Satanist king, but actually good and noble and wise. Yeah, and peace loving and fair, just. Um, and then I suppose Wormtongue got there or, or Satan or the, the snake and whispered in their ears and soon division arose and the sea was so affronted by what had become of, of, of these, these previously peaceable, just, etc. kingdoms that it covered them up and erased Atlantis. It, it went Sodom and Gomorrah on them. 
yeah and 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 that and, and that was the point where they fled atlantis to do i don't know i it, it, it it's a tricky one isn't it working out which bits of um graham hancock are true and which bits are kind of anti god propaganda because hmm. we're fighting two battles at the moment we're fighting it seems to me we're fighting the battle with the material realm you know the the rulers of the darkness of this world the 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 just the schwabs and the and the you know the rockefellers and and, mm -hmm. and what have you um we're fighting the earthly system but at the same time we're also fighting the spiritual war whereby and we're going to see this more and more whereby our movement is co-opted by the the new agers and the luciferians and the stuff and they're going to they're going to abuse our good faith they're going to steer us in directions towards the antichrist so we're going to, we're going to be divided in that so i think one has to be very very wary of people like hancock who i think is is great and so so many, but 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 he's not i think people who don't get that that god is we were created by god and uh you know jesus is his only son etc i i think we have to be not love them and everything but but, but just but just be wary of them yeah I, yeah i get that um and there's a lot of distractions and um a, a lot of it is really appealing but it's going to be isn't it um it, it's uh, and it's not going to be obvious at first but the, the the more you this is again why you have to get out there and talk to people and meet up with people who think the same way and not just do it online but try to get out to these parties and gatherings and festivals and what have you to actually talk face to face and have these drunken stoned conversations with people and you start to piece together more and more the whole picture uh, it's if you're already a social creature like we both are it, you're halfway there so um it, it you know have even if you... they take away our internet we've still got these groups that are going to be the basis of the uh, of the newly reformed society that will inevitably happen have you considered the possibility that Donald Trump is the Antichrist? Oh, no, but I'm sure a lot of his opponents have. Yeah, but it seems uh, okay. like one of those. So I was, I was very much a, I was very much a, um, a, a King Charles, as we, we've learned to call him, being being the Antichrist for for any number of reasons, um, but. The, the factor against him being the the antichrist i can't ever see see that tosser uniting the world i mean you know he's just so transparently ghastly why why would you suddenly think wait hang on a second king charles could be the answer he's a man of you, you just mm. no one's going to say that said no one ever yeah are they no one's going to going to be looking at that gimp that who 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 got really bad you know, I mean, he's thick. Yep. Thick, uh, um, sick as well. Probably doesn't look it like thick, he's in the charmless. best of health. Yeah. So I don't see him, even though apparently all the kind of the heraldry and stuff indicates. I mean, there's, there's a guy on the Internet, obviously, uh, an American, who's done endless podcasts explaining in laborious detail why King Charles is the, the Antichrist because blah, blah, blah. But... I saw a thread the other day on Trump being the Antichrist, and that I found that 
I, I didn't read it, obviously, because, you know, I mean, I mean, well, I did, I did, I skimmed over it. It's all to do with the confluences of, you know, the gematria and astrological thingamabobs and stuff. It's stuff I, I really don't get. And how do you verify it? How do you know? I mean, that's another, that's another rabbit hole. But the bit I found, when I thought about this, I thought, well, yeah, he could be the Antichrist. Because after all, he's... Okay, so did you... Did you hear Tucker Carlson's latest monologue? No, I haven't heard any of his monologues since um, since he left Fox. So he's done three so far, and his first one, I mean, was huge. Do you know how many how many it got? It got many millions, didn't it? Tens of millions, yeah. certainly. And 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 even even the most recent ones, I think, have been in the in the early early tens. Um. Anyway, and, and I, 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 love, I love Tucker, but one does have reservations about somebody from that background. Like, we know that he considered joining the CIA. We know that, like, he could be a deep... He, even though he says the kind of stuff we like to hear, he could be a deep cover, um, couldn't he? Well, you, you, would have, you would have happily taken on Job of the Spy if you'd been recruited while you were at Oxford. Back then... I probably would, because I probably wouldn't have known. I, I would have thought that I was doing it for for Queen and Country. Yeah, well, well I can, you, can you not say the same for Tucker? Yeah, oh no, totally. Look, look, I'm I'm completely agnostic about him. I I think he I, I I personally find him charming and interesting and and erudite and 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 compelling and also you know I, I I'm I'm definitely Team Tucker. But if if somebody were to say, well, actually, here's the evidence that he is a deep cover agent. I wouldn't be going, who, what, Tucker? Mm. Um, so anyway, Tucker's monologue was really good and said many, many true things. He, 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 so you know that they're, they're trying to put Trump, Trump away in prison forever at the moment. Yeah. The American deep state. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Tucker said, here is the moment when, when Trump... Um, signed his own death warrant or his own jail jail sentence uh, and he played he played a an excerpt from a, a stump speech i think that that trump had made in 2016 and trump had said that that the iraq war had done had done no good to the middle east it was completely unnecessary and anyway there were no no weapons of mass destruction and, and everyone knew this and tucker's Sorry, I, I, I will get to the point here. Um, Tucker's point was Trump had said the one thing you do not say in American American politics um, that you can you can talk about all the all the all the domestic stuff all you like and 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 the Republicans will say Republican things and the Democrats will say Democrat things but the one thing that unites Democrats and Republicans is any war because they all they all benefit from it. Financially, they all they're all hot for war, and they'll always support, and they'll always vote loads and loads and loads and loads of money for war because war's great. And so, by being anti-war, Trump broke the rule that you're not allowed to be anti-war because th that's that's their their money-making machine and their power machine. It's it, mm -hmm. it, it's basically the business model of the USA, isn't it? I mean, along with child trafficking and drug trafficking. Yeah. Um, Disaster capitalism is basically what the Americans do, and probably what what we in Britain did before them, 
but the Americans are just even better at it. Where they've got you know bigger budgets and stuff, um, and Trump has been very much against war with 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 Putin, for example, which nobody else seems to be. I mean, nobody else in the public eye that I can think of is against against war with Putin, uh, even though they should be, because none, none of us voted for it or are going to benefit from it in the slightest. Um, but I was listening to this and I was thinking, yeah, I love you, Tucker. You're fantastic. And, and I love what Trump's doing in this. And I totally respect him. But isn't that what the Antichrist would do? Isn't, isn't this, this what Revelation tells us the Antichrist does? The Antichrist comes in when things go really, really, they think, it seems like things can't get any worse. And in comes this guy who's got all the answers. He's going to unite the world and he's going to save us all. And what about, you know, the maverick guy, Guy Trump, who is against war and stuff and is going to unite, maybe, you know, make peace with Russia and make peace with China and blah, blah, blah. Okay, think? well, I, I, funnily enough, I only started reading Revelation today. I, I got that far, finally. And it doesn't disappoint. You're straight in there with some pretty woo stuff and uh, visions and angels with swords coming out of their mouths and um, you know golden girdles and all sorts of stuff. And it's great. But up until that point, um, New Testament talks about antichrists, and th there's lots of them. And um, yeah. I, I I don't know where the idea of a single antichrist as we've been expecting via omen and damien and all that sort of stuff well, wh where that idea comes from is there going to be a singular antichrist who arrives before christ is that the idea and i i was under the impression if that is the case that he passes himself off as christ uh, and that, that there will be that level of deception well that's what i mean that's what i'm talking about i don't we haven't got space or indeed knowledge to talk about because Revelation, I've listened to one of the religious podcasts about it um, and one of the guys was saying to another, don't, don't even try to, you know, I think the guy had, had, had written a book about, about Revelation trying to interpret it and the other guy was just like saying, well, you know, how do you, how do you cope? Because it's, it's, it's all very... It's all about signs and symbols and codes and mm. stuff, and it can be interpreted in any any. Well, do you even know who wrote it? Ways. Because I was trying to get to the bottom of that. It was John, John the Divine? It? Yeah. So yeah. who is he? Because some are trying to say it, it's John the Apostle, and others are saying yeah. it's a, it's someone called John the Elder. Um, and the, there, it's not even clear who, um, who or which the John was. He was John of Patmos. And he was possibly an exiled Christian, being exiled there by a Roman emperor. Or uh, th there's other theories that it's part of the, 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 the preaching tour to get round there. So it's not even clear who wrote it. And there were those who didn't even want Revelation included in the, in the Bible. So it, it's an odd one on that front. It might not have even ended up in the Bible. So... Uh, it, it, there's so many questions around it and this is one of the interesting things I found about reading the Bible each time I read a new chapter I want to know who wrote this how disputed is it uh, when was it written uh, how close is their information to events as, as they originally unfolded 
uh, and you get to ask questions you're not supposed to be asking. You're meant to be accepting it all, aren't you? So uh, asking questions about it is almost sort of a uh, little bit on the uh, on the naughty side of uh, of things. But you're it, on the same mission as me, Exactly, it is. It is. That's the thing. It's like this is this is one of the reasons I'm not embarrassed to talk about this stuff because it's really, really interesting. You mm. don't have to be. You don't even have to be a Christian to be interested in this stuff. No, this because, is like telling people. Even, even if you just this want is, to read this... it as history, it's fascinating. And even if you want to read it as a cultural reference, it's fascinating. So you've got something that's fascinating on every level. Uh, not least the language, if you're reading the King James Version, which I'm nearly finished with, and I, I will start again on a on a different translation when I've read it. But, you know, it, it, it yeah. keeps on giving. Did you see my tweet yesterday about encountering the Portishead lyrics? No. I was reading I that Jude, the last chapter before Revelation, and I came across... Um, I, I've got it up on my phone here. I can find it in a second. Um, so it, it's... Well, that, that, that's where it is on my phone. Um, mm. Without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars to whom it is reserved, the blackness of darkness forever. And I was thinking, hang on, wandering stars. Wandering stars. Some, exactly. To whom? Uh, so uh, her lyrics, are, uh, the Portishead lyrics, are straight out of Jude, just sandwiched there, the last, the last page before Revelation. Uh, endless fascination with little things like that that just give you another little bit of clue into uh, into modern culture. Isn't that so interesting? You, you you haven't read the whole Bible. No, no, I'm uh, I've nearly finished the New Testament. And uh, oh, okay. in the evening, here in my, my little hut, I'm reading this Old Testament. So my reading is completely separated. In the mornings, when I get to work, I get there really early. I have my breakfast and I read another um, New Testament chapter. In the evenings, I come home and do Old Testament. So I keep them completely separate in my mind because they're very, very separate things. Do you know that you'll love this? Mm. Who is reputed to have written Psalm 91? It's not a King David one. No. No? Who then? Think bigger than David. Bigger than David? Solomon. Bigger than Solomon. Wow. I, I, <laughs> this is going to be massive. Who? Try parting the Red Sea. Moses. Yeah. Supposed to have written... Wow. Okay. That's a big name. A big hitter. <laughs> it's a big None hitter. More big. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it's true. I got this from... Apparently there's this... I think it was written... It was published in about 1880. This... Somebody had read everything that had been written about the Psalms and published this kind of... Not a concordance, but a, but a sort of... You can find it on the internet. I, I just right. forget the name. Well, I... This is making me feel bad because it makes me reminds me we haven't done our psalm. I haven't started no. my psalm series yet. Um, uh, yes, I. So how far are you in the Old Testament? Um, I'm um, halfway through Deuteronomy. Okay, there's, there's a lot of it, a lot of Old Testament. I'm I'm on Jeremiah at the moment. I've heard the prophets are um, really deliver. It, it, it's a bit like getting to Revelation. The prophets are really good. 
Yeah. They're really good. Who's your favourite? Um, you get you get things like um, I mean, it must have been tough, Jeremiah, being Jeremiah, because Jeremiah was saying things like to the uh, the children of Israel, "You've really displeased God," um, and Nebuchadnezzar is going to going to capture you and carry you off to to Babylon, and it's going to happen, and you know. You've had it, and then, then a bit later on, God's going to feel sorry for you and, and have you back. But, but you're stuffed, mate. And he, he he's saying this stuff in the in the the he's saying this to the kings of Judah and 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 Israel, and they're not liking it. <laughs> he doesn't make well, it popular. Sudan of Sea is all over this at the moment. He, he he's been quoting the very bits you're talking about on our on our chat group and. Um, uh, he 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 particularly likes Daniel. Obviously, he's um, yeah, his namesake. But uh, uh, I'm looking forward to getting to those bits. Well, you, you sort of wonder how he sta- he stays alive, and I think I think the only reason that he doesn't get executed is because they recognise that on some level he probably knows what he's talking about. So they're kind mm. of you know they're, they're eager to hear more, even though they don't want to hear it. Yeah. And and so occasionally rival prophets will 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 say no actually it's all right God's God's changed his mind and we're not going to go to go to Babylon after all, and this goes down very well with in, in the, the 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 court the courts of Judah and Israel. But uh, God doesn't like it and says these <laughs> uh, these these are false prophets. They're just making stuff up, and I, you know I'm going to kill them. And he does. Right. <laughs> they, they die. We should probably all there. Um, we should probably move away from things biblical in case this becomes Dick and James talk about the Bible endlessly again. Yes, stop it, Dick. Stop it's it. It's your fault. I bet you. No, you bet led you me down that path. So, what else has been happening? Um, I was pondering today because someone on Twitter put a th- um, a thread about you know the sculptures of the um, okay, it's biblical again, I suppose, the veiled virgin where she's got the. Um, She's carved in stone, but it looks like the veil is see-through. It's such an amazing piece of carving. Um, and, and it was one of these appreciate art type tweets. Okay. And obviously, it's breathtakingly skillful sculpture. Um, Giovanni Strazza, the veiled virgin, and he was um, a follow-up to Giuseppe San Martino, who was a, a century earlier. So there's a whole mm. sculptural technique of carving out of marble these uh, um, amazingly beautiful and almost impossible to achieve um, Virgin Mary with a light veil over her face. Yes. To the point it makes the veil look like it's not even made of stone. And so I, I, I commented, yeah, but, uh, but could he exhibit a, uh, an unmade bed covered in used condoms? You know, just as a sort of throwaway reference because being being a Dellingpole, I had to make a joke about it. And, uh, and someone came on and said, how many people will even get that joke? It's very funny, but how many people will even get that? And I was thinking, there's a little bit of James in that, because you and I don't care about making a joke that is guaranteed only to impress maybe 1% of our audience. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, as long as we get that 1% and that they find it funny, we don't care that most people miss the point and are going, what the hell is he on about? No, so I like is it. Is there a name for that point. kind of humour? better. Hmm? You like I, I, I would prefer that 99% didn't get it. 
This is it, but this is not everyone's like that. People will think, well, unless the majority get this, I'm not going to risk looking stupid. But we don't care about that. It's why I'm, it's why I'm so horrible in my Telegram group. I just, I just, I can't take shit, shit comments. You know, I just like, uh, just go, go and go on the trigonometry <laughs> channel. It should make us terrible at Twitter because we're not very, um, not very compassionate for people who are missing the point. I know. I, I get told I'm not very Christian, and that's an instant ban. I just kind of think, look, I don't. Yeah, it's 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 for God to judge me, not. You know what? You'll only get that from non-Christians. I know. Uh, somehow the non-Christians know how Christians should behave, and it's mm. deeply infuriating. But anyway, that was just a passing yeah. thought that I jotted down in my notebook, just in case we've run out of things to talk about, which never really happens. But I was simultaneously trying to listen to your podcast. I've been yet again playing catch up with your podcast and others and trying to listen to a bit of a reverend and trying to catch some of the other crap that I watch. The the Ukraine guy, History Legends, who is my favourite Ukraine um, reporter. Um, but I was listening to the one who's 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 the mad Jewish girl with the illustrations, Miriam, Miriam, Miriam Elia. So I've been trying to get through that one um, and that is incredibly weird, um, but very enjoyable. And apparently there's stuff towards the end that Pete down at the Commandery Cafe was telling me that um, mind blowing stuff towards the end. So I, I, I'm not going to skip it, which is what I was tempted to do. So um, I, I am trying to catch up with you and, and what you've been up to. It used to be no effort at all, but now I, I, I struggle to find time to listen to podcasts. Maybe mm. I should be listening to them in the car like a lot of people do. I have been accused of being like the Ferrero Rocher ambassador. On, spoiling I don't know your, what, on DMT probably. Yeah. Such is my bounty. People are being <laughs> overwhelmed. Do you know what I am? I am like the cornucopia in um, Katniss Everdeen thingy. Uh, well, in, um, in what's it called? Yeah, Hunger Games. Hunger which Games, before, yeah. Like all manner, of, of, all manner of weaponry is, on, is, on, is in my, my horn of plenty. Right. But you've just got to risk coming to get it or you may get killed. <laughs> or do you flee into the jungle? It's a, it's a, it's a tough decision to, to, to make. But it's I all there for works. the taking. Yeah. Um, I, I had something interesting to tell you. But I, oh, yeah. yes. I wanted to tell you something that made me happy. Right. Um, so one of the things that makes me happy in this world and um, is the swallows, the family of swallows that, that nest in the... Um, there's a sort of hut thing. Uh, outside one of the through the window out, out of the bathroom and every year the these this family of swallows comes back I mean, presumably that they're, they're the offspring of the previous year's swallow i don't know how long the swallows live for but they they come and nest there every year and swallows i think they they, they come back to the same place hmm. and every year they breed about three um, hatches worth of of swallowlets, whatever they're called. Swallowlets, that's the and 
and I was looking out. There's a sort of there's a sort of anti-cat palisade we've erected. I can't, <laughs> can't think why. Um, and the anti-cat palisade. I, I was I was, I was looking. Got to, sometimes the, the swallows come come out. And they're really busy. They're really really busy in nesting season and in in hatchling season. They just back and forth, back and forth, mum and dad, mum and dad, back and forth. And it's great watching them, the, the, the precision with which they negotiate the, the, the turns and get it exactly right. And there's a pigeon. There's a wood pigeon that nests in the same place. And so you, so you sometimes have the wood pigeon and the, and the swallows. They obviously don't like each other particularly, but they, they've found, found an accommodation. Anyway, um, I was looking out there the other day and I saw this swallow um, on the anti-cat palisade, and it was going like this. <laughs> and um, I thought, oh, what's going on here? You know, and then I realised that it was a, a swallow, a baby swallow, about to make its first flight. And I thought, oh, it's that time of year when they make their first flight. And it's really, really nerve-wracking. And they're, and they're, they're sitting there, or standing there, trying to pluck up their confidence to be able to make the first big flight, mm. knowing that, that if they don't get it, it could be their last chance. I mean, they yeah, could yeah. get catted or whatever. If you hit the ground, there's no taking off from the ground, really, is there? And I see this process being played out every year, and it just fills me with such joy when I see them making their first flight. Sometimes you do. If you wait long enough, you see them make their first ever flight. Yeah. And Sometimes they come unstuck and you, you, you feel a bit worried about them. And, but, but, but anyway, that's, that's, that's the thing that makes me really happy, seeing that. Because, after all, I was, I, this is another conversation I had at, had at Abigail's party. Um, consider the lilies. The, the, I knew we'd get on to considering the, the lilies. Well, consider the lilies. Um, they toll not, neither do they spin. <laughs> and yet even Solomon... Yet not Solomon in all his glory was arrayed like one of these. Mm. And it, it seems to me that, that, that I, he, he came up with some really good one-liners, Jesus, as, as, as you would, being the son of God. But it seems to me that encapsulated in that sentence, or that, that, that verse, is the best argument for creation there is. You only have to look at, I, I mean, I, I would actually have used irises, but maybe irises weren't so common in... in um, you know, or it, it um, could even have been a mistranslation. Who knows? It, it could have been. been. I mean, Lily's, Lily's obviously irises. really impressive, but but irises, I think, you look at an iris and you go, nothing that man has ever designed or is capable of designing matches the glory of that thing. Nothing that Solomon mm. ever wore looks as wonderful as as, a, as an iris. Or indeed, actually, <laughs> you think about the eye. <laughs> a real, well, a, I, I a real use iris, the eye and butterflies. Uh, as two examples, and um, you know, a, a sort of um, anti-evolution um, um, arguments, and uh, it, it, it's. But then, you, if you want to go even further than that, you can say, well, how about love and the appreciation of art? I mean, how can you account for those in terms purely of, of evolution without the intervention of, of a higher being? And uh, how you know, would we? I agree. It's the truth beauty test. How how do we we know that truth and beauty are desirable things, if it weren't for God? Yeah, it, it um, 
it, it would have once been a hard sell for me that one but uh which just goes to show the extent of our brainwashing and you know why they take our kids away from us at a very early age to to, to make sure we don't get any of these silly ideas in our heads it's quite Do you have, were you there for the cruel bit um in our um our conversations at abby's um abigail's where the the mother and daughter from South Africa, Ruth and Sarah. Yes, they were lovely. You met you met them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Ruth, I mean, they were completely well. I say completely red pill. They weren't completely red pill because there were certain issues on which, for example, Ruth was 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 still kind of had a foot in in normie camp. She yeah. was purple pilled, yeah. and she said, "Space." Space is my favourite thing. Don't tell me that space isn't real. Mm. And I said, well... And dinosaurs. She wanted to believe that dinosaurs were real, were, were, were real as well. And I said, well, thing is... Thing is ah, the moon landings. Where are you? Do, you? do you think they went to... I think, I think we may have... Um, I, we may have pulled around in the end. The, the, they were also they were not they were not Christians or not yet Christians, and I and, and they were frightened that I might be like difficult with them or something, or or, or or I would I would like them less. And I was I was thinking no, not at all. I mean I mean I don't judge people whether they're Christian or not. You know they, I love my non-Christian friends. I I just think the non-Christian I see them as a work in progress. Um, yeah, I mean, so but, so many of them, especially do turn up to Third Wednesday, are, are self-described as spiritual. And I think if you're spiritual, you're probably talking about the same thing, but you, you haven't given it the same name that I have at this point. So I, 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 the line I take is that as long as you accept the stuff beyond your comprehension, you know, you, we're, we're at least in the same book, if not on the same page. Um, but on on the whole sort of being able to talk to people openly uh, about any subject and knowing they're pretty much going to be with you. We had a new arrival at, at our, not our third Wednesday drinks, but just last, this Wednesday just gone, um, a, a Twitter follower. Uh, I'm sure he won't mind me using his Twitter name, Sandy Beach. He, um, he's on his way on, in a camper van to his holidays. He, he's gone from the north down to Cornwall. And he wanted to to see if any of us were out drinking that night. So I said, Dick, "Yeah, we're we're at." That's this. not his real name, Sandy Beach. No, it's not his real name. That's why I can use it happily. That's the name he's chosen to go by, and okay, uh, sorry, th right. that that means he's safe. But um, it sticks in your mind, though, doesn't it? Uh, Sandy uh, Beach did not kill himself. <laughs> they they call him that because he spends so much time on beaches. But uh, so he. He, he turned up at um, uh, the, the pub we were at on, on Wednesday. There were only like six of us drinking, including Parr and uh, a, a few other stalwarts. Sedan of Sea was there. And he had a beaming smile on his face when he walked across the pub lawn and saw us there. And he, he, he was uh, telling us how refreshing and such a relief it is to turn up to a bunch of people, all of whom are on the same page on things like moon landings and dinosaurs and uh, um, or, or the climate change, COVID, the jab, and you can get straight into the meat of the conversation. But uh, it, it, it was, you forget that people don't all get that, that most of the time people are spent 
guarding their opinions and being very careful who they say what to. So uh, you, you can't underestimate the importance of actual physical gatherings. So this is just a, a, a hi to Sandy, who will no doubt be listening to this and just tell him how, how glad I was that he turned up because, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a brave thing to do to rock up in, a, in another group of people, just, un, well, not unannounced, he told us he was coming. Um, but yeah, that, so that, we are that quite friendly, though, Dick. We don't, we don't, we don't bite. Well, the, not the, in the flesh. The, 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 we've got lurchers for that. There, there is an impression that you might get that we would be a little bit evangelical and trying to convert and fo foisting our opinions on others. But it, it no really, way. really isn't like that. Well, it depends on evangelical. But I, I, I don't do the. I wouldn't try and evangelize. Well, I, I would, but have been not, not in a way that would frighten the horses. That's my mission: not to frighten the horses. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, so anyway, I've made you silent now. No, you've made me silent, and that never happens. But uh, especially after I've had so many coffees this afternoon, may maybe I'm finally hitting the, the the crash point. No, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking. I, I need. It's, it's very hot and humid. I'm I'm thinking. I need I'm a cup of tea. Roasting in here, and I am yeah, going to go and meet it, my wife after work and go to my favourite um, evening drink point, which is completely alien to you because you don't go off and do pubs in a, on a sunny afternoon, do you? No. I don't. I don't. Um, well, um, it's. Uh, um, I think we. I think we. We haven't said some boring things. Haven't we? I think we've. We've. We've passed the never, time nicely again. Never. That's not us. That's not what we never. do. <laughs> yeah. Never. Never knowingly underinteresting. <laughs> um, good. Well, um, don't forget, everyone. Um, if you want to support me, and you kind of should, and I love it when you do. Um, you can. I think locals is the best place. Locals, locals definitely for, for just we, we we find the getting your advance videos up easier than we do on Subscribestar, which seems to make it complicated. And and I think Patreon you only get audio, so that's worth bearing. But locals is good. Subscribestar, I'm I'm thinking of doing something with Subscribestar. I think I think my my God book, I I may. Serially publish it to to um, subscribers at some stage. Um, buy me a coffee. That's always good. Do we still do special friend badges, Dick? Have we got any left? Yes, we still do. I mean, and they are limited edition. I think we're in something like the eight hundred, so they will run out at a certain point, and that will be it. We, we, there will be no more special friend badges. But uh, but that they, they are. What are we going to do after that? I'll, I'll make up design? a new badge. The... I'll, I'll, I'll design yeah. a new badge, and we'll do something new and different. Also, I've got my commercial website up and running now, which oh, good. is dellingpolestudio.com. And that is where I'm going to be not just selling my prints and cigarette cards and what have you, but I'm, I'm doing my resist T-shirts and I will be doing the Psalm Dellingpod T-shirts that we've launched at your events. I've, I haven't really been pushing them at all, but uh, I, no. I wanted to get the website up and running. But this will be a portal for Dellingpod merch as well. Isn't uh, it lucky, Dick, that you I don't work in that. marketing? Otherwise, otherwise your failure should be... I should be so much better at it, but I, I, I spend my days doing... Um, um, doing the paid work. I'm get, I had a call coming in. I will call that back in a minute, but we can do all these things shortly. But anyway, yeah, dellingpolestudio.com uh, is where you want to go for that sort of thing. So buy, buy my stuff, and that supports me. 
Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Mm, we like Dick. Um, okay, I'm going to have a really nice cup of tea now. That's what right, I'm gonna and I'm going to have a cold pint of IPA, I should imagine. What? At, at four o'clock? Uh, it'll be five o'clock by the time I get up there. But it's a Friday, so oh, that's legit. Know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, I'm old man, that. me. I completely forgot. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, well, bye, everyone. Let's hope it recorded, eh? Bye. <laughs>